0: ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. Ha <laughs> ha. Well said. Hi, my friends. It's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. much or as fucking good. Social dynamics and relationships. That's like a shot of a dick. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here. And welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip taken right from the youtube live sesh i opened it up to questions on dating relationships social dynamics anything in the world of human interaction so you guys can join those live sessions over on youtube basically every friday at 10 a.m australian central standard time for the time being anyway now if you guys would like to receive a quick sip of social dynamics every friday you can sign up to the free weekly email newsletter the bowl sip Where every week i send out a free article on fridays that's actually taken me quite a bit of time to write nowadays. They used to be pretty quick, but now I go real deep into them. I also use it as a way to update the resources of wisdom, which you guys can find at boldojo.com. So any quotes I found that week, uh, any music, updates to the Panda Emperor Sexy Time playlist, or the Ui-Tang 9000 playlist, you know, all those things, anime, documentaries, movies, anything that's going to the resources of wisdom, you can stay up to date with that through the bowl sip so all you have to do to sign up to it is just head to boldojo.com, slide your email in and then check your inbox for the confirmation email and also for all emails going forward if you don't think you've received it on Friday just check your promotions folder in Gmail or your spam folder in Outlook etc because basically any email that has links in it gets automatically thrown into the uh, promotions thing So if you don't think you got it, just check those folders, okay? Now if you guys are looking to dive into a little bit of deeper educational content, you can head over to bulldozer.com and number one, pick up the brand new guided meditation, Eternal Energy. It's a deep dive into who you are and a guiding hand into evolving beyond. Featuring five tracks. Number one, cultivating your sensed energy. Number two, revealing your darkness. Number three, creating your light. Number four, unlocking your sexual flow. And finally wrapping things up with the fifth track, One Energy returning you back to the hole. It took me a solid two months to produce that bad boy and it's an absolute journey. So if you would like to dive into something a lot deeper, go ahead and pick that up at balldoja.com. Along with that, if you are looking to get your day game sorted, your social dynamics sorted, if you've been walking down the street and you're seeing a beautiful woman, you just don't know what the hell to do with yourself, well, then I've got you covered there as well. Adam's Crash Course Kick-Ass Day Game eBook is also available at balldoja.com. Quick action guide. Most importantly, it is not a sit in your chair at home and read and then go hmm that sounds theoretically reasonable you need to actually get out there and apply that's what it's intended to be used when i created it it was meant to be something you go out with come home with reference with in terms of real world action it just doesn't really make sense until you're actually going out there and meeting people so that's what it's intended for you want to use it as your uh, teacher as your guide as your kind of pseudo adam along your journey. Along with that, I highly recommend pairing up a 30-day challenge with it. Anyone who buys the ebook, you just need to check your emails. Within 24 to 48 hours afterwards, I personally email basically everyone with a little tips for the ebook. And in that email, I recommend you get on a 30-day challenge and pair that with the ebook. It's just, it harkens back to how I got my journey and how I corrected my life at the beginning, corrected my social freedom, freedom of choice in my dating life through the 30-day challenge it's powerful so that's what i highly recommend and if you guys want more uh, information on the 30-day challenge i often drop links in that email as well and then finally for those that are really looking to dive deeper create action plans bust through their limiting beliefs i do offer one-on-one skype coaching the bowl inside is probably the best way to go which is for my deeper level clients who sign up to packages packages are completely customizable to you based on frequency based on volume but basically, what Bowl Inside members get over once-off Skype sessions is number one, priority messaging. They get access to my private WhatsApp number, and within 24 hours, I will respond to them outside of Australian weekends. Based on anything they need feedback on a situation they're dealing with, this girl, this guy, family members, business relationships, etc. Want to check that text conversation? Want to send me that audio? I'm going to be there for them. The second benefit Bowl Insiders get is priority bookings which basically means you get fast tracked. that if you want to get in a session today and maybe someone was 50 50 about it well you get that session you get your session times prioritized above everyone else and especially for my clients uh, around the world with arranging time zones it proves to be quite beneficial so if you are interested in diving into the bowl inside packages then you can just hit me up at bulldozer.com in the product section you find all the links there and actually the links to everything i've just spoken about guided meditation ebook all that bulldozer.com just hit the product section and I'll see you soon. Now, if you guys would like to support this channel directly, you can donate anything that you wish through the PayPal link. You can do this two ways. Number one, on boldojo.com, in the Boldojo podcast section, there's actually a donate straight through the website uh, link right in that section there. So you guys can get that. Or you can also just go straight to PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, Adamui, and you can donate anything that you wish. And I just want to say that whether you donate through the Super Chat on YouTube or you do it directly through the website or PayPal, anything that you donate is so greatly appreciated. It just helps keeping this show going. It lets me know that you guys truly value it. So thank you so much for all that have donated in the past and all that will in the future. And with all that being said, let's finally dive into Social Q&A Live. yosha <laughs> Omoshere. Oh, right. So when she responds to you, she's going to be all over the shop. It's going to be this and that. There's going to be questions. There's going to be things that don't really make sense that she's saying, okay, that's fine. Let it all run. Let her run her tap. That's what's most important because when you're setting up an open and free casual relationship, if you can't run the tap, allow her to run her tap and say that, uh, okay, I will be here to listen to you. It's like your very first opportunity to demonstrate to her that you are actually about what you just said you're about. If you really did say that you will listen to me if things aren't right or if I need to ask questions or to review our open and free casual relationship, if, that is, if that's what you're saying you're about, then you should be willing in the very next moment to allow her to run her tap. So please do. It's the first demo of her building trust in this sense. So she builds that trust. She lets you know exactly what she wants. Now, this is what's really important there's only two things can happen as a result of this conversation. Well, it's kind of three, but it's it's two, maybe like a two split between A and B. So one one is that she just agrees off the bat and she goes, fuck yes, Adam. I'm all about this casual relationship. Uh, maybe I have some a little bit of questions about it and we'll get to the T's and C's a little bit later on. But for the most part, I'm in. And then you can go into the T's and C's, which we'll talk about in a second. Or that's option A. Or option B is that Nah, hard red. It's definitely not for me. You know, I'm actually a little bit disappointed. I thought it was just gonna be you and I. And you know, I'm never I don't even really not really interested in getting into an open relationship. You know, if we can't be just us two together, then I think we probably shouldn't do it at all. Right? There's very there's not really much variance between it. There's very few women that are gonna to say to you, eh, maybe. Maybe, you know, we could try it. We could try it, right? You know, there's it's not like even in the energy is what I'm talking about there. She might say, Well, we could, you know, we could give it a about, we could try it, but her energy behind it's gonna sound sound very different. You know, most girls are gonna have a very clean idea of this is for me or this is not for me. And so you have to be happening with both. You have to be okay with both happening, which means that T's and C's happen if she agrees to it, if she doesn't agree with it, if you try and do what I said before. If you try and backflip, if you try and then say to her, oh, because out of scarcity, oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I, d- I didn't even really mean it. I didn't even really think about it. You know, let's just it'd just be us. it would just be us too. Or well, then she's going to sink. That sinks anyway. Like a woman should sink you then and there. That should be uh, straight to the bottom of the ocean with that guy because what has he just done? He's just completely backflipped on his intent. What is this going to mean in a month, two months, five years? Can you trust this guy? No, of course not drop that guy immediately so if it's not that if you're not going to backflip what can you do then nothing that's why you have this conversation if you two aren't aligned in life journey then that's it that's all it ever needed to be that's all it ever should be so let it go if she doesn't want to be into an open and free casual relationship that's it and so you should be able to harmoniously and humbly say well thank you for your opinion Thank you for sharing me, honestly. Obviously, as I just said, that's not really the thing for me. It's not really what I'm into right now. So, yeah, we'll just keep it as good friends. You know, we can be friends now. We can have a real friendship now because we explored the sexual intimacy off the bat and now we know that we're not really aligned in that way. So, that's okay. You know, we meet up for coffee once a week or once a month or something, whatever. You know, we'll just chill out every now and again. Okay? Now, I see that T has dropped into the chat saying is here now and he says what about the backflip Adam so we've just talked about one backflip depends on what backflip you mean and I have a feeling T means what about the backflip in which that you put forward the T's and C's of this open casual free relationship as in saying that you want it because we haven't actually gone to the actual T's and C's yet Let's but just say that you voice intent that this is what you want and then she says I'm not down for that and then you separate but then a week later she backflips and comes back and says actually I am down for it T, is that what you're talking about? Because if that's what you're talking about, uh, no, this doesn't make sense. Sorry, I'm talking about the mic. Does that make more sense? <laughs> T, but T, if that's uh, if that's what you mean when you're saying backflip, is that is that the backflip you're talking about is what I'm talking about? Hopefully that mic, hopefully that audio is okay. Because that is a backflip, yeah, T comes and saying yes. What you coached me through with my first talk, okay, T. That was a long time ago, so I can't exactly remember the specifics about that experience. But I could definitely elaborate on what if about that backflip situation. It's actually not the crux of what we're talking about right now, though. I'll just very quickly say this because we're not going to go hard into it because uh, it's going way down off the path. Like T is quite late to this session. But yeah, what what about what if essentially T is asking is that. She says she's not down for the open and free initially, but then a week later backflips and comes and says, hey, I would actually like to try this. We need a review session then. In exactly the same way in which that you would need a review session if she had agreed, but then wants do change. Anytime a change of intent happens, always review. And always ascertain why. Always ascertain why. If a woman comes back to me and says, how did I know last week that I said that I wasn't into the open and free thing, but actually I've had some time to think about it now, And, uh, and maybe, uh, maybe it's a bit rushed. Maybe it's a little bit hasty and maybe we should give this a bit of a try. The first thing I'm going to do is not say, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Fuck yes. Back on board. Let's go. Open door. Yeah. I've always said this before. We always leave a door open back, but that doesn't mean it's free entry. And what that means is that there is a, there is a door price. There is a ticket price here, which is, I need to know why. You can't just come back to me and say, after explicitly saying last week when I poured my heart out to you and saying that that's, your heart's weren't in alignment, that connection wasn't there, you can't just come back in a week and completely flip without explaining why. You tell me why. What's happened in a week's time that has caused you to make such a fundamental flip of our life philosophy? She's going to have to explain that and it's going to be case by case. Right, if she says that, well, it's, it's, it could be anything. It really is based on what she says. If a woman comes back and says, Something to the effect of, well, you know, I kind of rushed it. I think I kind of, I was a little bit scared. I was a little bit afraid because I've never been in an open, casual-free relationship before. And, uh, you know, I just didn't know what that would mean. But now that I've had time to think about it, I think that maybe I could try it. You know, it's, but those are just words, guys. It's about her energy underneath it. Because what's, what am I protecting against here? For those of you in the chat? Okay, we are going deep into this. (laughs) It's a good question, though. What am I protecting against when I say that there is an entry price? That the explanation... What am I protecting against? What is the When I say that the entry price is the explanation, what am I actually scanning for? What am I looking for in her answer that would give me a huge red flag? Because it sounded pretty wholesome, right? When I said that, oh, what if she says she's just afraid, she's a little bit scared, and she didn't really know about it, but now she does know about it, so uh yes you like to give it a bat now it's like that's that's great but actually i need there's someone there's something I'm checking for there's something I need to know especially if it's just it's been a week you know it's only been a week and you're making such a backflip don't get so bogged down on the words it's the intent and energy she's given me that's the red flag I'm scanning for. If one of you can give me a specific about what a red flag intent or energy might be, well, then we'll get some money. Take my Zenny. Shut up and take my Zenny. <laughs> oh, that's a great reference. I bet you could tell I've been waiting to use that reference for years. Uh, actually, I've actually. <laughs> okay, so our first answer comes in from T. Also, by the way, uh, can any of you, whether it be TJ or... Skitty Colo, can you uh, just let me know that the the audio is still good? Just make sure because I just want to. I have played around with it since you guys told me uh, that it was good or not good. But the only problem is that the mic is just a little too close to my face. Yeah, I want to play around with it. It's there's a little bit of because I got this brand new desk. I'm just playing with the setup, guys. But as long as you guys can hear it and it's reasonable. bloody seven I normally keep it at six okay so okay T comes in saying yeah audio is fine for me All right, yosha okay thank you arigato arigato Uh, T comes in saying okay his first answer what am I protecting against what is the red flag I'm protecting against T comes in saying in terms of if she makes a backflip so quickly on the open and free casual relationship T comes in saying checking for a neediness checking for a neediness yeah very simple words, only three words, but yes. Effectively, yes. Good job. Good job. Uh, Jay comes in saying, You're protecting yourself from her pain of misunderstandings. If you have no door price and take the yes off the bat, then you open yourself up to her backflipping again and being hurt since she expected to be able to in lock you down. Yeah, that's it, Jay. That's it, Jay. The final bit, the final bit is the money. So while T's was like, was definitely correct. The specific, just like earlier in this chat, one of, uh, Milkshaker gave the general answer, which is correct. But then someone hit me with a specific that was money. Uh, Jay's just hit the specific. Also, Eric had come in saying before Jay, seeing if she still wants the monogamous relationship, it's the reverse of dudes buy hat, come in. As friends, but really want to be with the girl. Okay, I think it means... It's the reverse of dudes that come in as saying they want to be friends, but actually just really want to be with the girl. A.K.A. Indirect of intent to observe. So, yes. So, oh, actually, then... Actually, it was actually Eric who got it first. That, unless you guys just put it at the same time. So, you're both on. You're both on. You both came in with the specifics. The reason why there's a door price, A.K.A. an explanation and a checking and reviewing of her intent, is to see if to T's very macro point of, we are checking for neediness, but what is the neediness? The neediness is that, to what Jay said of that, well, maybe she's actually thinking of, actually trying to lock me down. That She actually wants to lock me down. When Eric said that, uh, she wants the monogamous relationship. Absolutely. What if she's trying to pull a fast one all at him? What if she's trying to play that game of, uh, but actually guys, You are theoretically correct, very, you're very theoretically correct, but there's actually something that happens different in the real world, practically, when you actually do this quite regularly. Because remember what I said before, guys, I said that there's no woman on this planet uh, for any extended period of time that gets into an extended sexual experience with a man that doesn't have an idea for the future play, that doesn't have a seed in her mind for potential kids, potential uh, investment farm down in Tasmania. Now, to what degree of the future, I've given you different degrees of future, whether it's just for the next six months or the next 10 years, that depends on the woman and what stage of life she's in. But it always exists if it's happened for an extended period of time. So while, yeah, yeah, you're all, it's not to retract what I was the gold medals, you guys still correct. But there's something interesting here, which is, so let me help you out. So the Dosuruka, so what happened, or uh, Condoa. Condoa. what happens next then? So let's sense, because now that you all know, actually it's normal for a woman to have seeds for the future play, and let's say that she turned down the open casual relationship off the bat, but one week later, backflips, okay, we check why, why are you backflipping, she says, I was just a bit scared, a little bit afraid, didn't really know what it was about, would like to try it now, okay. When I said that I am checking not so much the words, but what I'm checking for is the intent and the energy to which what you guys have conveyed, what if, what if her energy is like, eh, she's kind of, she's not being that truthful about it. She really does just want to get into a monogamous relationship, but, and it's going to try and make that flip again. Like it's going to try and maybe in three, four weeks or something, try and put a monogamous relationship on you, even though that's not what you've agreed upon. It's like, do you see guys what I'm saying here? then more than How would What's the response to that then? Because you know, on one hand, that that's there in every woman, that every woman has a seed of future play. So I guess the question for you guys is, what prevents a yes or no, an entry or a rejection, an acceptance or a rejection of, okay, no, I do I do feel what, what, Here's Here's a better question. What would she have to convey that would give acceptance or provide rejection? What would she have to say? What would she have to do? What type of... not Okay, say is the wrong word. What would she have to do? What would she have to convey? That's the right word. What would she have to convey in order for you to feel like, yeah, okay, she's, this is right, this is good. Even though she has backflips, I feel like we could give this a chance. Because you're all correct in saying that she might want to, you know, go into monogamy. She's got the seeds of monogamy like pretty soon. But everyone has... All women have that to a certain degree. The degree determines... Because it's not a flat-out no. Because some of you might think that, oh, it must be just a flat-out no then. Regardless. Regardless of it. And don't get confused on... Don't get confused on what I said before about if a woman tells me that because remember, guys, some of you might get confused with the pre and post intimacy. This is post intimacy. This is not the same conversation as what we talked about before when I said, uh, if a woman says to me pre intimacy that we can't have intimacy unless you agree to a relationship. And then, so I'm out either way. I'm out either way. Whether, whether you know, if she tries to backflip on that, no, 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 no. there there is no backflip. There is no door back. Because it's just there's no one. That's a huge, huge problem there in terms of the the gap of life journey. That's pre-intimacy. We're talking about post-intimacy here. That's why there is a door back. That's why there is a door, a ticket price. So just don't get confused on that. For some of you, maybe in the podcast who are paying uh, real keen attention, I really because that just hit my mind. Someone might get confused on that. Okay. Eric's saying, next is you lay out the T's and C's and see where she lands. Ooh, baby. Or, or afterwards, if she breaks those terms. That'll betray what her thought is of the future together. It's like, Eric, you've given a spot-on micro answer, yet you haven't given me the macro box. You gave me the present inside the box, but you didn't actually give me the box. So what's really interesting is that normally it happens in reverse. Most guys like Milkshaker and T... They will say, oh, it's neediness, oh, it's scarcity. But then they don't give me the the actual reason or the answer. You give me the reason, just not the actual what it's called or what what we would call this. Nailed it, though. Nailed it. I just want to say, I'll see if anyone gets it. Otherwise, we'll move on. Skitty Colo comes in saying, she would have to convey that she would be okay without you. Okay the day before she met you and okay the day after. That's an old school principle right there you're 100% spot on Ski and Mr. Colo, you're also spot on in the same way that Eric's spot on. So Ski, if she would have to convey that she would be okay without you, what do we have to do? What do we have to give her? That's that's what, if you look at Eric's answer, he's he's given you the answer to yours, but just not the title. So you're, bas- you're both basically running alongside each other, just uh, you don't know what the race is called. But you run in a good race. Run a good race. Uh, Jay comes in saying, "Simple, you review again as you promised you would, assuming she's honest enough to tell you in four weeks that she really wants monogamy." Yeah, that's too trusting, Jay. That's too trusting, too trusting. No, there's there's a there's a higher price than that, because what you're saying there, Jay, what I what I've understood from what you're saying is that you're saying that if a girl backflipped on an open and free casual relationship, came back in a week's time and just said, oh, it's just because I was a bit scared. I was a bit afraid. Uh, but I feel like I'm ready to try it now. And so Jay, you're essentially saying that you're like, okay, that's cool. And we'll review again in four weeks. So let's do it. Jay's saying, let's do it. But we'll review review again in four weeks. Not on my watch, Jay. Not on my watch. A lot of pain can happen in four weeks. A lot of time can be misplaced in four weeks. A lot of experience can be misplaced in four weeks. So not on my watch. Uh... I like, though, that you have the idea of review. It's just too late. Too late. Uh, the other guys are closer with it because they're giving an immediate review. Hmm. Have a chomp on that. Ski comes in saying, give her the ultimatum question mark for the lack of better words. So you're asking me a question, Ski? Because that's not an answer. <laughs> uh, Andy Power comes in say, I believe when women are dealing with an ambiguous choice for casual or monogamous relationship... With a man. They decide on in brackets cont. I think he means continued, as in he's still typing. How long are we gonna wait for you, Andy? <laughs> How long are we gonna How long are we gonna wait here? What do you mean continue? This is not an episode of Pokemon. You can't just say to be continued. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so okay, no, finally he comes in with it. Okay, so apparently we're on episode five of uh season eight here. Andy Park comes and say that he goes continuing on. The casual choice is to see if prospective partners have more value or the monogamous choice is so high value they are compelled to settle down with him. So hang on, what are you trying to say, Andy? He's saying, I believe when women are dealing with ambiguous choice. for ca- So Andy, the, you've already gone way off at the beginning of your answer. This is not ambiguous. This is the complete opposite of ambiguity. We have had a direct, congruent, and authentic, open and honest communication with her, telling her exactly what it is, why it is, and how it will be. I'll get more into the hows, the, the actual T's and C's later, but the general hows. We'll get into some micro hows later as to like how often do we see each other, do we see each other's friends, et cetera, texting, et cetera. We'll get to that later. But, Andy, you've completely you gone off the rails here because this is not ambiguous in any way, shape, or form. That's why this is so rare and why so many women don't know what to do in this position. Uh if they haven't experienced it before because a lot of women haven't experienced a guy have a direct congruent authentic conversation like this with them especially uh, so early only post intimacy one experience so yeah you're a bit off of that and also the rest of your answer doesn't seem to be quite relevant to what we're talking about right now so you might just be talking about something quite just different in general Uh, but definitely not ambiguous we are very very pointed with this so Anyways, I'm not going to wait any longer because this lesson shouldn't really take too long to come out. Basically, to wrap it back up here, when when Eric had said, next is that you lay out the T's and C's and see where she lands. Or afterwards, if she breaks those terms. So that's where Eric has nailed it. He just didn't have the title. He didn't have... He'd already gotten it right. He'd already given the right, the correct answer. And then when Ski had said that she would have to convey that she would be okay without you. So what are we talking about here, guys? What is? What are the... What are their two answers pointing towards? Test and review, but immediately. Eric gave it to us. If Eric, if you would just started your sentence out by saying that, okay, we need to test her by saying what the T's and C's are and seeing how she reacts. That's all it is. The only part you missed was that we need to test her, which is what Jay has missed. What Jay missed was that he was just going to let her straight in and review in four weeks. That's not on my watch, not in my house. That's way too much time. Uh, that's way too much for exactly the same reason we talked about at the beginning of this podcast. Seeds of attachment can be laid in four weeks quite deeply, so not going to happen. We need to be, uh, we need to be, we need to screen better than that. And the way that we can screen better than that is by doing as Eric said, which is that next you lay out the T's and C's and see where she lands. Because what is that? That's a test. That's a test because she might, you got to go macro of this now and actually just get yourself into the conversation Remember, she said adamantly last week, no, did the backflip. I've gone so deep into this. We're here now. And so we come back a week later. She said, actually, Adam, we've got to talk again. Uh, we get some coconut oil out. We come for the tea. She comes down. She sits down. She even brought the coconut oil. And you're like, hang on a second. We need to talk before this coconut oil happens. Just over a second. And she's like, okay, well, last week I knew that I said I was, you know, not down for this at all. But actually, I think I was just a bit afraid. I think I was a little bit scared. I didn't really know what to do. So I just said no out of default. But now thinking about it, I feel like I'd like to try it. So in my mind, it's not, a, it's not a green door. It's not a straight open door. It's like, I'm not going to take your word for it. I need to test you immediately. Because she doesn't even know. We didn't even get to the part of the conversation about how the open and casual free relationship runs. We didn't even get into the T's and C's as Eric has said. So how can she even, like she heard some macro things about I need to see other people, she needs to see some other people, and we need to learn about ourselves in relation to others. But that's macro. And if you have some time, you can probably get that, harmonize that in your head. A woman can harmonize, Jesus, can harmonize that in her head on macro if you give her some time. But in micro, it's a very different thing. And this is where people fall. People fall and burn in the micros which I've seen with so many different clients. So now is a perfect segue into the actual T's and C's, which I said we'll get to, of the open free casual relationship. So let's say that, yeah, you've you've had the macro conversation, whether she backflipped or not, there's only two things. Two examples that you're going to have to give the T's and C's. Either option A, she agrees off the bat, in which that, of course, you're going to go into the T's and C's of how it runs, or she does a backflip as we have just discussed, and you later on have to explain what the T's and C's are. The is the open, free, casual relationship. Number one, I don't meet your friends, you don't meet mine. I don't meet your family, you don't meet mine. The principle here, i been, why? seems so cold, Adam. Why? What's the purpose of our relationship together? Why are we here together? Because I want to be able to explore you. I want you to be able to explore me. And we need to be able to explore each other in relation to others. If we start forming deep seeds of attachment, as healthy as we can possibly make them, but still nonetheless... Deep seeds of attachment, the lines get blurred. It makes it very hard to stay true to the principles of what we agreed to. So let's set ourselves up for success and make it easy off the bat and say that, well, I don't need to meet your friends. You don't need to meet my friends. All right. Basically, what I'm describing here is that I have my world, you have your world, but then every now and again, we'll meet each other on the moon. And while you may, and here goes to principle number two, and while we may not see each other that often, while we may not get to see each other on that moon very often, When we do, you get all of us. I get all of you. You get all of me. What does that mean in real world? To principle number two, we only see each other maximum once a week. Maximum. Maximum once a week. Optimally, two, three times a month. Right? So you're not going to see me that often. But when you do see me, you see all of me. I'm not going to be on my phone messaging other girls. I'm not going to be on Instagram. I'm not going to be scrolling YouTube. If I say that I'm going to meet you at 8 a.m. down at the beach to go to a cold plunge and then we're going to swim in the water with the seals and then we're going to get some breakfast up at the cafe and then we're going to go fuck around some people in the mall and, you know, do some social experiments. We're going to just spend the day together and we're going to do some shit together and, you know, we'll go out. We'll go out at night and we'll go to this. You said you want to go do some dancing. I'll, do, I'll, be, I'll be with you there for dancing and then you want to come back and we'll do some sexual exploration. We'll blow each other's minds. We'll learn about each other and sexual connection. And at no stage throughout any of that journey together will you not have me. But the the reason why that's so special is because you don't get that every day. You don't get that every week for most of the time. So what have we gone through here on the micros? Number one, we keep our world separate. Number two, we set the frequency in which that we do meet each other on the moon that we do actually get to see each other, okay? This is, it's a keeping worlds apart, but then also making sure that someone's happy with that. Because how could someone agree to that if you aren't willing to then go and say that, well, what does it mean when we are together? Because no woman would agree to that. No person should agree to that if the person offering that can't also offer something that no one else can. This is why I've continued to live in this style of relationship for so long. Because to me, it means more. It means more to me at this stage in life to me personally. And it won't be forever. It's just this stage in which I find it more fulfilling to to not see someone for a long time, but then to give absolutely everything in a very short period of time. And then we go back to our separate worlds. That's my stage in life right now. But the point and the principle of what I'm saying there is that she doesn't get that from anyone else. No other guy's willing to do that for her. She may have... Uh, other casual relationships like but they're not really real casual relationships. They haven't been set up this way. She might have the other guys that she sees every now and again. She might have just got out of a relationship that was she was in for three months, six months, a year maybe. but uh the average level of fulfillment experienced always was a low hum six to seven and that uh, it peaked at a ten, maybe once, maybe twice. maybe when they first got together first time. They had a sexual intimate experience and it went right. Maybe when her birthday, maybe when she uh, graduated from uni, et cetera, et cetera. Special life events also coincided with them having an awesome time together in their relationship. But the general low hum was around six to seven. That's the level of experience they felt. If 10 is an absolute uh, spiritual orgasm and zero is an an absolute core fish, Right, absolutely fish. Right, just nothing. She's going to experience around a six to a seven, and that's pretty good. Most people would settle for that. Most people would settle for that. However, if you can say to a girl in that analogy, she's that there is no low hum. There is no low hum. There will, no, there will not be a daily texting De- another principal coming in there will not be a daily texting there will not be a daily phone calling there will not be a me meeting with your friends me meeting with your family so that you're actually in my general awareness so even if I'm not texting you or calling you directly but you know that he knows my friends and that, and that he knows my family then you can have little mental movies in your mind playing because you have relation to other people in your reality that he knows so it's he's even more connected within your frame of reality So that keeps the hum going of him in your reality. So none of that. But the one time we do connect, you get a spiritual orgasm. You get every single fiber of your way of perceiving this reality gets torn apart because the time that you get with me is 100% dedicated to you and that nothing else exists except for me and you in this moment. Whether we are literally just in the water at the beach, just lying in the shallows, Kissing each other, watching the sun going down, or we're just lying on my bed. Just about there. Chill, chill, Okay. Okay. Sorry, so, as I was going on there, thanks for that, for that, that pause in there. Uh, for guys on the podcast, I just had to go get this book. Uh, okay. Birds. <clears throat> Birds. Why am I getting choked up? Why am I getting choked up while reading this? Okay, I gotta, I gotta calm down with this. This is ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> birds. Remember that day we were just relaxing on your bed as the breeze from outside came through your window? And we lay there as the birds continued their chirping. Birds, remember that day we were just relaxing on your bed as the breeze from outside came through your window. And we lay there as the birds continued their chirping. Whether I was with you because we were at the beach and we were just meditating as the sun went down, or whether birds we're just laying there on your bed and just hear the sounds of the birds chirping as the breeze came in through the window. Whatever the experience is, it will be an absolute 10 spiritual orgasm that tears apart the fibers of your reality to which that reality no longer exists. That is what I'm painting and that is what you have to be able to deliver if you are going to enter an open and free couch relationship. Because if you are not willing to have the low hum stimulation of see you every day, talk to you every day, get a six to seven, get a six to seven, which is not bad. It's still good. There's a six to seven, but it's every day. And it's, it's a nice accumulation across days, across time. If you're not willing to give a woman that, then you have to be willing to give her the opposite, which is absolutely nothing for a long period of time. But in the one moment that you do get together, that it is just, it's birds. It's... It's a complete forgetting of everything else that ever existed. And even though that, only, and because you know there's a time clock on it, you know it's only today. And then I might not see him, I might not see her for another week, two weeks, three weeks. But the one time that I do see him or the one time I do see her, I learned something new. I learned something new about myself, about him, about what life really is. To the point where we could just be laying there on the bed together. And just as the breeze comes in, you hear the bee, the birds chirping, and that's all that matters. You yeah, know that that's a that's what I'm talking about. Now, you guys wondering why did I have to go get that? What is that even from? What is that even from? You guys want to know what that is? That is, can I should I show this? Yeah, I think it should be okay. So, I think you can see this on the book. Actually, it'd probably be disrespectful if I didn't show this. So can you guys read that? You should be able to. On the podcast, what I'm for the guys on the podcast, what I'm holding up right now is a little square book that says Adam and Julie. And this was a a book one of my girlfriends gave to me. And on the first on the first page, there's three little birds. I'll cover up the rest. I'll cover up the rest, but. You can see there's like three little birds and it just says, birds, remember that day we were just relaxing on your bed as the breeze came from outside, as the breeze from outside came through your window and we lay there as the birds continued their chirping. What she was writing about there was actually an afternoon not so dissimilar to right now. It was very warm, was very sunny and there was this thing that I, uh, I don't think I've ever described this. I don't think I've ever talked to you guys about this on the podcast. There's a reason why. There's a reason why. We're here now. We're here now. So I have to, I have to, to give you the context. So it's what I used to call a naked nap. I know it sounds kinky, but it's not. Um, it's actually very, very sensual, more sensual than it is sexual. And what the naked nap was, was, you know, on this time when I would see her, you know, we spent a day together, that we would come back in the afternoon and just slide that window open and I'd say naked nap. And what that meant was that you just you take off all your clothes, but there's no sexual stimulation. It was just spoon position, she'd be lying there, uh, inside my chest, inside my caress, and we'd just be naked. But the window would be wide open. Next to me is an absolute forest, essentially. So many birds. And, you know, just imagine like the late summer afternoon with a warm breeze, you hear the birds coming in and you take the doona off, but you just put on a, a, like a really light white bed sheet, just white bed sheet, really light though. And that you just go to sleep together, in quotes, go to sleep together. You're not really ever asleep, but you lose all sense of time. You always lose sense of self. And it's an absolute tearing apart of the fibers of reality. It's, it's that moment in a movie like Kimi no Naewa, aka Your Name, or in um, The Garden of Words. It's a moment in anime that they portray in which that you can just completely lose yourself. And I used to call I used to call these naked naps. I never talked. The reason why I never talked about it is because it was just something. Uh, it was just something that I, I share everything with you guys. I share absolutely everything. You know absolutely everything from the coconut oil survival kit to watching Aladdin down on the Brazilian jiu jitsu yoga mat. You could literally, if you spent, if you were dedicated enough, you could literally replicate my exact dates because I've been so explicit and my exact experiences of girls, you could literally, all you have to do is go through the full guide to day twos, full guide to day threes, secret to amazing dates. You could pretty much replicate because I'm so willing to share everything. To, to ab- absolute everything. Just the neediest grease of details. But that was one detail I've never shared before. And the reason why this book came up that she wrote me uh, is because I was just cleaning out under my bed. It's cleaning out under my bed and I found it under there. I haven't, I literally haven't seen this in years, which is why I started to get a little choked up when I started reading it, because I have not read this in years. This was written, by the way guys, in 2013. I'll cover up the rest of it. but You can see in the bottom, bottom right hand corner, that was written in 2013. So, I'm just I'm what I'm doing here is I'm just looking through it and just seeing if there's anything you guys might get benefit from here. Just uh take some deep breaths for me, because I haven't looked at this in literally probably seven years or so. Um but I knew that part, the part about the birds, the, the naked nap, which speaks where are we in this podcast? What we're currently discussing is the, what you have to be able to deliver and honor if you are going to do an open free cash relationship that makes it worth a woman signing up to the T's and C's. And you know you fucking nailed it when she's willing to write that little that little description. But I just want to see if there's anything else here. Yeah, so you guys might... So, In addition to that little bird's poem, it wasn't even a poem, just an accurate description. Kind of sounded like a poem though. Uh, She then went on to write this. I just want to confirm that we are together here on this spiritual plane. And that means we have met for a reason. I appreciate you for everything you are, everything you do. And that includes us growing together. And it's probably obvious by now that my eye twinkles for you because each day, each moment I spend with you, I cherish. I love how we accept each other for our flaws that can't be fixed and fix the flaws that are unhealthy and can be changed. I love you. So... I'm glad I read that bit because that's the that's it's in that's in the woman's words herself of what was offered and honoured through the ability of uh, what I was describing of what I was describing in terms of what you need to be able to offer someone in this style of relationship and that what builds into how the relationship grows from there. So let's summarize it here before I start to lose myself and just want to end this podcast because I'll, I'll be honest with you guys right now. I just want to fucking go outside and just run around. Like I just want to go run around and just, uh, just breathe. That's you know, absolutely amazing. It's, but the reason why it's amazing is because of where we are in this conversation, where we are in this podcast. Like, yes, it may reading that on my own would make me just have a small smile to myself. But the reason why it's really lightened my heart up right now is because I just got done telling you guys about how if you aren't willing to go into an open, uh, to a closed, locked monogamous relationship that gives a low hum, of sensual experience on a six to seven-ish, which is pretty good for most couples. And then a few tens here and there. But you're going to say to a woman, we're not going to do any of that, but we're going to do this open and free thing, which is casual, which means that I have my own world, you have your own world, we'll meet on the moon every now and again. No more than one times a week, preferably though, yeah, two to three times a month, right? But when you do meet me on the moon, or when you do meet me at my bed and we slide open that window and you just hear the birds chirpy." and we're just lying there together naked, just breathing together, wide bed and that's it. That you get all of me, and that I get all of you, and that there will, be no, there will be no outside distractions. All of our time spent together will be focused on us together. And then we'll separate, and we'll go back into our own worlds. That is what I've just described, is ability to offer someone a 10 throughout an entire day and night, for one moment in time. Just a straight 10 of experience because I'm not sure if anyone has if you guys can relate to this hopefully some of you can but if you haven't I would highly encourage it I'd highly encourage you you practice at least for a, sh- a period of your life in which that you're learning social dynamics what it means to be able to dedicate yourself fully and wholly for, to one person for one day knowing that you will separate and that you won't see each other again for a good bit of time because there's a different light it's a different light. It, it makes things very different. In the same way that having children together, building a life together over a long period of time is a very different light as well. It's just all different lights. And I think that we should open ourselves up to all the different light that can be experienced. And so that's why I've been so uh, so keen on exploration of all these different uh, systems, mating systems, different ways of being in this life. There's just too much to be explored. And if I can read a book that was written by a girl uh to me seven years ago and it makes me almost the only reason why i didn't start crying is because i know i wouldn't be able to continue this podcast (laughs) if uh if i didn't but my eyes are still they're still uh they're still hot you know that feeling they're still hot so so let me just uh so where are we so the t's and c's of this casual relationship that yes no uh general principle is that i don't meet your friends i don't meet your family your world stays separate Okay, we don't we don't convene with each other more than uh, once every week max. That's just absolute maximum though. Okay, now I said before the the texting and the calling of each other. I kind of got into it. I kind of got into it before, uh, which is that yeah. If I'm texting you, I'm texting you so that I can meet you on the moon. I'm not texting you to see what's going on in your world. I don't need to know about your day. I don't. You don't need to know about my day. I don't need to know about what uh, your friend said to you that pissed you off. You don't need to know about what. Uh, my best friend did to me that backstabbed me in the back. You don't need, we don't know about that, right? That's not what we're about right now. That's not the intent of our relationship. So if I am texting you, don't get into it with me. I'm not going to get into it with you, okay? So if I am texting you, it's because I'm saying to you, hey, Jay, hey, Jenna, Stacy, let's let's meet up this Saturday. Uh, see you at the beach at 8 a.m., okay? That's it. That's the only time I'm texting you. That's the only reason why I'm texting you. Or if it's like, hey, where are you? Uh, I'm around the corner. Okay, that's fine. But your logistics. We keep it on logistics. How are we going to meet on the moon next? Okay. Am I missing missing anything else? Oh, partners. Of course, partners. What about uh, disclosure of sexual partners? Do I tell her? Does she tell me? How how much do I... Now that social media is a thing, I didn't have to invent this uh, particular principle. I didn't have to go deep into this particular principle. Uh, A while ago, before social media was so prevalent, but now we kind of have to, now we kind of have to go into it, which is this, I'm just not happy about this mic position. (laughs) Uh, Think about empathy for this one. Okay, this would be a good question for you guys in the chat. Uh maybe this isn't a good. Maybe this is too open. Sometimes the open questions just absolutely run you guys through the absolute ground. And I need to give them a little more structure. Uh, uh No, nah, I'm not I'm not even No, nah, it's because if you're new, if you're new and this is going to derail this point too much, I'll just get straight into it. So with sexual partners uh empathy. Empathy is the key here, which is that if she wants to know, if she says to me, how many how many girls have you seen this week, how many girls have you seen this month, how many girls are you with it, for me personally, I'm thinking about empathy about what does that do to our worlds? What does that do to our worlds? If the intent of our relationship here is that we keep our worlds separate, I talked about frame of reality. If she knows that I'm talking to her friends or she knows that I know her friends or she knows that I know her family, that I met her family, it gives her more points of reference of her frame of reality. In case in point, if Sheen has an idea of, if I'm seeing five girls, 10 girls this month, whatever it might be, right? One, one other girl, none, zero. It's another hook in her ocean there, a point of reference of Adam. And what is that going to cause her to do? Think, think. Makes it hard for her to do her life, get on with her life, do what she's doing, right? So for me, it's an empathy point in which that I'll let her know at a base level if I am seeing someone else. But as to the micros of how many how frequently, what is the nature, whether it's crazy coconut oil sex or whether it's uh, just lying on the beach, just drinking in the sun. Whatever it is, I'm not going to get into those micro specifics for the exact same reason that I'm not going to get into the micro specifics of meeting her friends, meeting her family and vice versa. Because there's too many points of reference within her reality and her world that connects to my world. If you look at the visualization, Adam's world, her world, moon in the middle, I want as few points of reference that connect the two worlds in this particular relationship. I want us to to maintain as much separation as possible until we get ourselves onto the moon. Because that only hypes that's what hypes the experience, the chirping birds, when you're on the moon. It's a nice visual actually. So but but I also don't want to be untruthful. I also don't want to be lying to her about it. I also want to be direct, congruent, authentic. So all she needs to know is if she asks me, so are you seeing anyone now or you seeing anyone recently? Remember, intent, why is she asking? It's going to be very important as to why is she asking? How is she asking? If she's going, so who are you seeing? Or, you know, she's getting a little bit, mm, about it. You're just like, oh, so you've seen other guys lately? You know, she's asking a bit of sharpness to it, a little bit of sharpness. Now I'm going to go, whoa, hang on a second. Where's that coming from? What are you talking about? Because obviously there's some, there's something underneath that. If she's going, uh, if she just, genuine, just has a general curiosity interest, if she even fronts up first and says, Uh, You know, like since we're in this like you know open thing, I thought I just want to let you know as well that I saw another guy uh, last week, and I'm like, and then and then, but because she knows the T's and C's, and she goes, obviously I don't want to talk about it, but I just thought, you know, we're being open about it. That's very different. There's no sharpness to that. That's just her being a good girl. So I'm going to be a good guy and say that. Oh yeah, and yeah, of course, I saw another girl last week as well. That's all we need to know. That's not. It's not too much of a deep riff or a deep a deep uh, chord a rope attaching our worlds together. Like I know because that's part of the T's and C's that we should be seeing other people. So if she lets me know that she saw someone the other week, that's fine. Or that she is in fact seeing someone else, that's fine. But I don't need to ask her who, when, wow, how, why. I don't need those details because then you're breaking the T's and C's. Now you're stepping into neediness, attachment, scarcity, egoic, egoic darkness. So we don't need any of that. And I think that really just, that really, uh, that's really all the core principles. There are some. There are obviously nuances. You guys, if you hit up on a nuance, you can hit me up with on Instagram or whatever. How do we one? But that's the main principles of setting up the open, afraid, casual relationship. Why do we do it? Number one, first and foremost, intent is that we choose the most opportune mating system. And if you are someone who's learning social dynamics, well, the most opportune mating system is the one that allows you to learn the most. How can you learn if you're in a closed and locked relationship, not allowed to learn from others and meet from others? in both a psychological, but also physical, sexual, spiritual experience. Can't be done. So, so that's why we want to get into this casual relationship, okay? Learn about ourselves in relation to others. Keep developing. More to learn. We want that for her as well. If we're recognizing that's what she needs, she's voice that she needs. Great. And then you just go through the macros. Oh, then the, the other macros there is that I don't see anyone else. Uh, <laughs> I don't see anyone else. I don't see any of your friends or family, but I don't. I'm afraid to see anyone else. You're afraid to see anyone else, and you just keep it as open and as free as loose as possible. Of course, the principles of review. We will review if this never works, or never did work, or chooses at some point to stop working. We will review, and there will be no bad blood. You know, come as you go. Like you should be as free as the wind in these relationships, and that. And but this is the this is the dichotomy and the the pain. The pain and pleasure of this style of relationship, in which that at any moment she could turn around and say to you, I met someone else, and that because you've been so open so open and honest with me that I had to let you know that I would rather stop what we're doing right now because I need to be with someone else. You simultaneously have to balance that possibility with also birds. Remember that day, we were just relaxing on your bed, as the breeze outside came through the window, and we lay there, as the birds continued their chirping. But you only get the birds chirping because you were willing to entertain. The very fact that she, that birds could no longer be chirping, a.k.a. that height, that height peak spiritual experience, because you know it's about to end. But it so it means so much because. We're not attached to each other, not only on a pragmatic level of relationship, but also in the sense of that we both know that we're going to die. And that's what she spoke about in the last, in that thing that I read you at the end there, when she said that, I just want to confirm that we are together here on the spiritual plane. There's, 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 There's things that we're starting to dig up here that are starting to go a little bit off topic that are really important, but they're not quite to the point because we still got to address uh Patrick starfish up in Germany Berlin Ber- Berlin Germany and uh but but anyways I'll wrap that point there um yeah yeah we'll, we'll stay we we'll stayed there okay so let me address you guys in the chat there's a lot of stuff going up in this chat right here so and just let me say if you guys are enjoying the content and uh, you do appreciate it I'll be very grateful if you could drop a thumbs up on this video most appreciated and let me uh let me get some questions here Open QA will be coming out very soon, though, guys. So if you have uh, questions on anything unrelated to this particular topic, that'll be coming very soon. Because we're about to finish this up, this section. Okay. Ski Domo. Ski Domo had come in saying, Adam, you always talk about crocodile. <laughs> you always talking about coconut oil. Yes, I do, son. And he goes on to say, what are you talking about, lol? What do you mean by it? Check them out there. Go Ski. When Ado Ski Domo, aka the Ludicolo, came in saying, Adam, you always talk about coconut oil. What are you talking about, lol? What do you mean by it? What do you mean what I mean by it? This is what I mean, Ski. But make sure you can see this. Listen, Ski, you're a Ludicolo right now. This right here is a... There we go, again, the right two. This is a one-liter... This is a one-liter jar of certified organic raw cold-pressed coconut oil from the House of Health for a grand total of $12.99 Australian. This is what I mean by coconut oil. I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? What do you mean what am I talking about? We're using coconut oil. Okay, I'm only fucking scared. I know he's talking about what I say. Uh, God... (laughs) Because I often say things like, okay, you get down on the rug, you got that green tea, you get that coconut oil. But Ski... Oh, no, Ski wasn't here for last week's session. Ski wasn't here for last week's session. He was doing some other ludicolo business in which that... He wouldn't have heard the story from last week in which that tea was... was on a sexually intimate experience of a girl giving her a coconut oil massage. So Ski... I should take it a bit easier on you because you weren't there. But also, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. In fact, I think I have explained it, which is that, listen, you look at this coconut oil right now, it's pretty cool temperature in here, so it's solidified. So you can't really do that much with it right now in terms of with sexual experience. It's pretty hard. But if you just take some out and rub it between your hands, coconut oil is extremely temperature sensitive. So I'm not going to do it now because I don't want to get oil oil over my hands. Yeah, how about this? So just to honor the, the, the oil. Let's just, yeah, it'll always be there, okay? It'll always be fucking there, okay? So if you take a little bit of it out and you put it in between your hands, because your body temperature, what, 37 point whatever, it's hot, it's hot enough to melt that oil, the, the solid form of coconut oil. So you just put a little bit, and it's extremely uh, emulsive. It's like you nearly only a tiny bit, and it goes everywhere, so, you get a little bit of that coconut oil out, you're in a sexually intimate experience with a woman, you take that robe off, you get the old rub down going. That's what I mean when I'm talking about coconut oil. Like, Ski, you've been watching this social q a long enough since like episode seven or eight, almost a whole year, to know that I always say you're down in that, you're in the coconut oil aisle, you see that 10, direct and go authentic. excuse me, miss. I see you here in this coconut oil aisle. I had to say, hey, I think you look beautiful. My name's that. You've always heard me say that. Why am I always buying coconut oil? I don't even eat it. I don't eat it. It's the rub. It's the rub. It's the rub, Ludicolo. It's the rub. It's incredible for uh, essential massage and sexual massage as well. Because it's actually pretty good for the skin. It's edible. It's very emulsive. I don't I don't think I can give a deeper explanation to what I mean by coconut oil. <laughs> and hopefully that answers every escape. <laughs> Holy shit. That is a ludicola moment right there. Okay, Jay comes up in here saying Adam, please tag or clip the segments where you deliver the A bracket, desire for the casual, and B the T's tease- the T's and C's themselves as possible, much appreciated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for those that don't know what Jay's talking about, it takes me at least a day for, the, for four-hour sessions. It might take me two days, but I always review these sessions and put time marks of the most explicit and most important uh, points in the YouTube descriptions. So it might be there two days later, but they will always be there. Uh, pretty much every session, except for maybe the first seven have time marks in the YouTube description. So, yeah, don't worry, Jay, I'll I'll make a note of that. He wants desire for the casual and T's and C's. Yeah, easy, no worries. Thanks for that. That'll help other people out as well. Andy Power comes in saying, Adam, let me know if I'm understanding this correctly. Casual relationships are to establish healthy boundaries while allowing complete freedom. Listen, Andy, you are correct, but that is not the primary. You are listing subsidiaries that are very important, very important subsidiaries. When you say that casual relationships, let me know if I'm correct, that casual relationships are to establish healthy boundaries, that's a nice subsidiary. That's a nice thing that happens in which that, yes, both partners get to learn about, oh, okay, steady the ship. I felt really needy for Adam tonight. I really wanted to message Adam tonight and just tell him, I had a really hard fucking day, but I know that's not part of what we're doing right now. I need to learn to steady myself, to slow myself down. It's like I was with this other girl the other night, and and it was okay, but it just wasn't nearly as amazing as what it was with Jenna. And so I really want to tell Jenna that because that's going to make Jenna feel really good. But hang on, not only does she not need to know that, I'm not even—it's got nothing to do with us. Our T's and C's of only texting for logistics to me back on the moon. so I need to steady myself, sit and breathe. So you're talking about healthy boundaries. yes, you will subsidiary uh, you will learn these subsidiaries that are really good things, but there's not actually the primary. and I think Andy posted that quite a bit ago. and so the primary, like I said is to learn yourself in relation to others and to choose the operating the optimal mating system for your current life development which is the most opportune? What is the most opportune for someone who's trying to learn social dynamics? The one that allows them to learn the most. Okay. Alexander Schmidt comes up in here saying, yep. can I ask a question kind of related to casual relationships? You sure can, my friend, if it is related to casual relationships. If it's not related to casual relationships, when we get to open Q&A, uh, you can drop it then as well and we'll get to that. Okay. Jay comes in saying, I'm choking up just listening. And I believe he dropped that when I started reading The Birds. Something like that. Oh, that's good, Jay. It's good you can feel it. It's good you can feel it. Only helped by the crisp video, because you guys can be here in the room with me. Uh, Jay comes in saying, It's been a minute since I offered up all of me in that way, but I can picture those moments vividly. Mm, must practice, Jay. Must practice. Must practice. And you, some people might get the idea that what I was describing before with the birds chirping... Couldn't, couldn't that not be experienced in a monogamous relationship? Of course, that moment could be. It's just not in the same light. That's what I, went, well, that's what I was ranting before about the light. Different lights. When you, when you operate in different ways, a different light that shines upon your experience in this life. And so it's really worth exploring all different kinds of light. Johnny then goes on to say, Totemo tsukushi, choo Very beautiful and super awesome. Arigatou gozaimashita. Andy then comes in saying, well said, Adam, I understand now. But Oh, and then no worries, Andy. And then Jay comes in with a $4 super chat. The first one of this session, Uh, $4 super chat with a miniature fox who's got a bow tie. No, he's holding a bone. That has a bow tie on it. He's offering me the bone. I appreciate that, Jay. That is a hontonia gato arigatou gozaimashita. It's Moto and E. Very grateful forever and always. Thank you, Jay. And uh, I'm glad that you worked out how to use that fox. That well, actually I don't I believe it's probably if it, it might not even be a fox. That actually might be a uh, is that any is that a is that a Chibainu? No, maybe it is a fox. I think it is a fox. Anyways, uh, Victor Guerrero comes in saying, hey, bro, just ask it. Hey, chill out, mate. Ben Harlan ben comes in saying, we have a $5 super chat. By the way, for those of you that are new and don't know what the super chats do, when we get to open Q&A, they get their questions bumped to the top. So if there were other questions, which there were, these now get bumped to the top, and I go much deeper on their questions because that money just goes back to supporting this live stream, this chat, two to four hours every single week. Helps me to upgrade the video. Quality, the audio quality, all that good shit. This new sit-to-stand desk, bruh. Oh, it's so good. So, Ben, uh, Jay and Ben. And for Ben, for his uh, $5 super chat, saying, night, Adam. And all your amazing work, guys. Keep up the great work. Thank you for being here, Ben. Sleep well. I this, so. really appreciate that as well, Ben. Really helps the support. And Ben is in the World Bowl as well. It's great to see the World Bowl members in here. Uh... Ariaga, Ariaga, Ariaga. Number two comes in saying, "Hey Adam, how do you pre-screen for girls who might want to be up for a casual relationship? What does the process look like?" Cheers. So Ari, are you talking about the process for screening for a casual relationship, or are you talking about the process for setting up a casual relationship? Because we've just literally explained the entire process of setting up a casual relationship, extreme detail, extreme depth. Uh, so I've already answered that. So if you mean How do you screen, how do you pre-screen for girls who might want to be out for a casual relationship? Listen, if you're asking, I can answer that right off the bat, which is this, which is that you don't. You don't. You don't pre-screen, you just screen. There's no pre-review, it's just the review. It's just the open, direct, honest conversation through direct, congruent, authentic principles in which that you say to her after the first post-sexual intimate experience, listen, we need to talk about what we are, which I've described in this entire discussion. Dan Luddy, one a.k.a. Eric, comes in with a ninety nine super chat. Fuck yes, Eric. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Saying, how do you alter T's and C's if you're in the same group? What are you talking about, bro? I'm not sure what you're saying. Are you talking about if you're in the same social group? Is that what you mean? How do you alter the T's and C's if you're in the same social group? Because if I'm hearing you correctly there, the issue is that well, I already know her friends. She already knows my friends. So how do we alter the T and Cs if we're in the same group? Just confirm for me that... Confirm for me... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just seeing some Pokemon references. Eric, just confirm for me that I am going getting you correct right here in which that when I say that you think you're in the same social group, how's that alter the T and Cs? Because I'm about to run on it. Yeah, yeah, Eric comes in saying, yeah, social group, especially the friends part. Very good. So listen at this stage your worlds already have a rope connected to each other that's irremovable irreplaceable you can't be disconnected this rope you guys for having much time if you if you guys came together in a social group situation whether it be your jujitsu, whether it be your uni whether it be school high school whatever work right if there's already a rope attached there's no point in trying, in attempting to disconnect it because it's just it's not going to happen. So... <laughs> Eric says, Dole99 social chat only allows for uh, uh, 50 characters. No problem. no problem, mate. No problem. So you have to do the best that you can. If you already have interconnected uh, social groups, then you just need to do the very best you can to not add extra ropes. Or in that analogy, not to strengthen that rope. What does that mean? So I'm not going to be disclosing to my friends that know her about the other girls that I've been with or to what my experience of her has been with and neither should she because that would only be strengthening that rope that connects our two worlds together so neither should she be sharing explicit details about my time her time with me with her girlfriends or other friends in the social group nor should she be so explicit with her friends in the social group uh, about the other people that she see just if the rope's there, the rope's there. But you don't need to necessarily continue to strengthen it and continue to bolster it. You know what I'm saying, Eric? Hopefully that, that adds on. If I, if you have further follow-up questions because it's a super chat, please hit it in. That's a pretty quick answer for me. I fucking nailed it. But if there's anything more you'd like to add on, just please do. And uh, Jay didn't actually ask a question for his super chat. So Jay, if you have a specific question, yours was the first super chat. So I'm more than willing to target something specific here. Uh, however, we haven't actually finished the podcast, <laughs> so Jay, when we comes time for open Q and A, because that question that 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 super chat that Eric just gave was specifically about this particular topic, so I'm willing to answer that now. But uh, but if uh, but Jay, if you have a question related to this topic right now, I'll hit it right now. Otherwise, if you have a question for later on, just let me know and we'll bump it to the top. Okay. Because we got on such a deep, deep sexual rant. Don't like the word rant because if, because rants have got a negative connotation. It was something beautiful that little moment we had before. That uh that conversation I had with you guys about the birds chirping. So now we just need to po- polish it up because <laughs> it. We haven't even addressed bloody uh, Patrick Starfish. Oh, and Dan and Eric had said perfect. It helps. No worries. Thank you, Eric. Thank you very much. So, my friends. Let's get back to the guy in Germany. Let's get back to our early 20-year-old who's on his had his first ever sexual experience, sexually intimate experience with a woman from Cold Approach, which was from his first ever day two ever. And he's, he's just absolute struggle town trying to get through these challenges and he's finally there. Okay, so we had to pause his story because I realized in order to ask answer, for you guys to be able to answer my question. About his story, you have to know the T's and C's of an open and free casual relationship. So, he says to me in his email, it's Sunday morning right now, and last night, I've had the best sexually intimate experience with a woman I've ever had. It was with the girl I fucked up the kiss with on the first day too. It was our day three yesterday, and she came to my place. During last week, listened to the other social Q&A, the last social Q&A, sex in the truck, and let myself be inspired by it. I decided to take it slow and just pleasure her that night. It was good. But what was most beautiful was lying in bed with her afterwards, deep talking, completely losing track of time. I obviously still made countless mistakes, as expected, but I'm grateful for all of them. I just can't believe how fucking lucky I got. This is the first girl I went on a date with. What other chances we clicked so much and everything kind of fell into place somehow? Absolutely ridiculous. So, here's the first question for you in the live chat in the social Q&A. The class discussion... (laughs) Now that you know the ins and outs of an open and free relationship, casual style. Should I give this to you as multiple choice? What does our man here, our young man in Berlin, Patrick, need to do now? What is his next move? Is that, nah, if you've been in this session for this entire time, you should be able to answer that question. It's a very open question though. So nah, nah, no multiple choice. No easy fucking questions. If you're not tapped in by now, you're never going to be tapped in. So, for those that are operating on a high level, what does he need to do now? Based on what happened in that sexual experience uh, for the first time with this woman. Right? Now, there's a, there's a key point in here. Just make sure you're focused on this. He said that, they had a sexually intimate experience. He decided to take it slow and just pleasure her that night. So what that infers to me is that they didn't have sexual penetration, but it was just him going down on her. A lot of heavy makeouts, sort of naked time together. But it was more about the experience afterwards, about them lying in bed afterwards, deep talking, and completely losing track of time. So I just want, I just want to bring that up, just. Because there might be some hints in there. But based on our talk now of the open and free casual relationship, knowing when it should happen, knowing how it should happen, knowing why it should happen, what does he now need to do? Put your answers in the chat. See if anyone's got money here. Because we looked at in the beginning of this podcast, our SpongeBob, Bob up in the US, who was completely fucking up his leadership and his responsibility, actually had the mindset of just waiting for her to bring up the talk and the casual relationships, right? No, and he knows better as well. And you know, and just really bad mindsets. That's the that's the other guy. This guy here now, he's this is his first ever time. He's never had to set up an open, free casual relationship. He doesn't know the timing, but now he will after having watched in the session. But so, what does he do now? I'm not even going to give you options. I'm just going to say, what does he do now? Because if you've been listening to this session, you should know. But you can't just give me a quick ha, ha. You can't just, just start just gun-slinging. You can't just start slinging out answers without paying really careful attention to what happened in their sexually intimate experience, in which that they didn't actually have sexual penetration, but he went down on her, and there was probably a lot of heavy make-out naked and that in that moment, but then also the time afterwards, lying in bed to we go, in bed with each other, just embracing the moment, embracing each other, deep talking and it was the best sexual experience he's ever had. Really important that you keep that in mind. So what does he do now? Put your answers in the chat and that's going to wrap up. That'll wrap up this part of the podcast and then we'll get to open Q&A. Okay, Eric comes in saying, depends. If she had the (laughs) link... I almost corrected it for you, Eric. (laughs) Eric said, it depends if she had the longer effect. He means the linker effect then it's time for the talk. If not, then another sexually intimate interaction, and then the talk. Yeah! Yes, sir! Fuck yes, Eric. If you were here right now and you had a bald head, I'd just be rubbing your head for luck. I'd be rubbing your little Buddha head. You bloody nailed it. That is That is just so on point. I knew someone in this chat... And if it was going to be anyone, you've been on point this entire, most of this session, most of this session. So Jesus Christ, Eric, that is an answer if I've seen one right off the bat, right off the bat. That's because what's, what Eric's done there is that he's referenced other learns from other podcasts. The things he said there is not stuff that we have explicitly gone into this particular session. in. So you would have had to have known other principles to get the answer. And that's just amazing that you got that off the bat the I'll explain a little bit more later because we've got another question. But that's a that's a gold medal straight up. By the way, by the way, just to, just just off a second I saw some of you guys fucking around in the chat about Pokemon. I just forgot. I remember I forgot to read it, and it was after Eric's super chat. Who just nailed that answer? Skedo Skimodo, aka the Ludicolo, came in saying, "I just realized what a Ludicolo was." <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jay comes and says, Ski, I'm dead, considering Adam referenced Pokemon already. <laughs> T comes and say, Ha ha ha, Pokemon Emerald represent. So, yeah, you guys, finally, I was waiting for someone to pick up on what Ski's new nickname means. If you don't know what Ludicolo is, all you need to do is go into YouTube and just type in Ludicolo. And you'll find out. You'll find out. But I, I'm actually not the biggest fan of Ludicolo. I'm actually a bigger fan of Lotad. But Ludicolo is still... He's, uh, he's an experience. He is an experience. Uh, the reason why I like Lotad more is because of the most ridiculous... The writers, they knew they were fucking around when they created that Pokemon. Lotad. Lotad. <laughs> Just his little stupid little voice and how he's always absent-minded. Shit. Yeah, but Ludicolo is the physical representation of Ski. It just happens that his name rhymes with it as well, if you put a Domo on the end of Ski's last name. But yeah, Ski, not that Ski looks like Ludicolo, but his energy is like Ludicolo. So that's why I've been calling him Ski Domo, a.k.a. Ludicolo. You're the Ludicolo. Okay, now let's move on from here. Let's get back on topic here. I just realized some of you were acknowledging my deep Pokemon reference. Advanced battle. Uh, (laughs) uh, Okay, so, Jay came in with the next answer after Eric fucking nailed it. Jay came in saying, His next move should be to take charge and let her know what she wants. I think he means by what he wants. By setting up a time and place for the conversation. Reiterate there, his next move should be to take charge and let her know what he wants by setting up a time and place for the conversation. Jay. And then Jay also then went on to say, I went for the low fruit, haha. <laughs> so you did go for the low fruit, you're correct Jay, but you didn't, give, you didn't give me why. If you could give me why, that would finish your answer. Your answer is half-baked, you will give me 50%. So you're definitely correct in saying that he should take charge and not make the mistake that my other client is currently making. And he should set up the conversation, take lead immediately, set up the time and place for the direct conversation. Bang on, Jay. But why in this situation? Because they didn't have sexual penetration. Did they? They didn't have sexual penetration. Now, I know the hardcores of this podcast and the hardcores of this live chat, Will it's a no-brainer to why, why that is. But for the average Jeffrey, it won't make sense because he'll get confused and go, but hang on. I thought Adam said the talk doesn't have to happen pre-sexual intimacy. Well, they didn't actually have sexual penetration, did they? So, so, so it doesn't need to happen. Right? Right? Hmm. Right? I just want to make sure we always cover for the lowest common denominator. And so I want to make sure that no one gets confused on that. But Jay, your, the answer to that is actually kind of what Eric kind of gave. Kind of, not in so many words, but when Eric said, if she had the linger effect, then it's time for the talk. So Eric has given, that's why Eric's was just an incredible answer. It hit all bases. That's the only thing you were missing there, Jay, was why he need, why even though sexual penetration hasn't happened, why it still does need to happen for the open and free casual relationship uh, discussion or the discussion of what are we, the talk. It does need to happen because of what Eric said, of which that if she had the linger effect. But that's why Eric's answer was so on point because it was a dependent answer. It was an answer dependent on when he said, if she has the linger effect, then it is time for the talk. If she didn't have the linger effect, then they need to have another sexual intimate experience. And then the talk then. It's just a perfect answer. Like I actually wouldn't, that's probably the exact words or the exact lining of reasoning that would have come out of my mind. It's very rare that any of you do that. So that's why I just really went hype on that, Eric. Because it's 100% on point. That if none of you had gotten the answer, what I would have said was this. Was linger Effect present or not? Did she, and for those who don't know what that means, did she send him the thank you text later that night or the next morning? If she did, well, what does that mean? She's now honored and placed sexual trust within him that goes much deeper than just the night they spent together. But now the intent and the want to want to go again and to do again. Okay, that's something important. It's very important, must be honored. So, but can't be honored with with blind recklessness that my other clients about is currently doing, which is, oh, well, I'll just get into another sexual intimate experience until she tells me she wants to have the talk. Nah, Jesus. Now, you guys might be thinking, how could that guy be so far off if he's one of your clients, Adam? And you said that you've already schooled him on this. This is what scarcity does to people. This is what months of inactivity and uh, lack of sexual abundance does to people you may know it theoretically up here and this is what i was fucking saying to myself down in the ocean yesterday which is in preparation for this session i was going to say this that you here's our principle you may know it but can you do it it's all well and good jeffrey until you get in front of your 10 and your 10 can be heavily swayed and influenced based on your current sphere of sexual abundance. A 10 is a very different 10 based on whether you have option or no option. If you have no option, for a lot of guys, a 10 is a girl that just says yes. All right? And so, for my current client, that explains for him and my help you guys in the podcast, why is he making these mistakes? It's because he's had... He's coming from that scarcity-based mentality of not having seen anyone for months at a time. Also, scarcity in terms of internal success, of that not of being out going out for 24, 26 days and just not really getting any connections going at all. And then finally a connection happens. So he just wants to make it last as long as possible. And he'll he's willing to amass a lot of pain in the short term. Sorry, in the long term, uh, just to get his. Just to get his. So that's why he's making those mistakes. He's falling prey. To the lack of option and to the scarcity mentality. And hey, that's his lesson to learn. It's like you may know it, and he does know it because he said it in, the, in his email to me. He's the one who said, You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to have the talk yet until she, until I'm waiting on her. So he knows he needs to have the talk. He knows he needs to do all these things that we've talked about, yet is still not doing it as a result of scarcity. So let's move on from that oh yeah but then also and so to the other part of the awesomeness of what Eric was saying what I was building on so if our guy in Germany though if she does give him that linger effect yeah he needs to have the talk immediately next time next time, there shouldn't be another sexual experience it should be hey hey come over rug tea we need to talk for our Ludicolo there may well be coconut oil in the house that's not the purpose though that's not the intent is there, and it can happen later on the night if you want to use it, but it's not the purpose and the intent, as we discussed for T's situation last week. Uh, now, moving on to what if, what if there was no linger effect? If there was no linger effect, well, 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 Eric has said that we need to go for another sexually intimate interaction, okay, experience, and then have the talk. Then you're kind of skipping one step there. Like I'm going to go a little bit deeper, Eric. I'll go one level deeper. You've already done plenty there, but you're skipping one step, I'm just realizing now, which is that if she doesn't give if she doesn't give him the linger effect, what does that say? Because what you've assumed there, Eric, is that that she's down for another sexually intimate experience or interaction. But she didn't give the linger effect, which means she didn't text back. She didn't she didn't put the impetus on him to meet up again, which is a hallmark of that she you did everything you needed to your role was honored in the experience of her. So this is on a different point, which is not, I'm not penalizing you. I'm not taking away your gold medal. It's just something else as a coaching mindset that you need to consider, which is why didn't she get the linger effect? And that then speaks to, for our guy who's listened to the podcast, maybe the experience wasn't what I thought it was. Maybe me being an absolute noob, being in my first sexual experience, knowing that I made tons of mistakes, maybe it wasn't as good as what I, was, as I thought it was. And that's something that he needs to deal with internally in terms of his own review process of the experience. Just a side note, in case the lingua Effect is not there, but well done, Eric. Nailed it. Fucking nailed it. Okay. Artie comes in saying, Cheers, Adam. Answered that one for me. No worries, Ari. Eric then comes in saying, Appreciate it, man. It's true. These live interactions help me learn a lot more than catching in post. Feels like being back in college classes, lol. That's excellent. I really appreciate that. So I just had to, I just wanted to let that sip for a second. Yeah, being in here live is definitely a very different experience to uh, watching it in post because in post you can pause and you don't really, you don't get, unless you're being like an absolute student in post and actually pausing, uh, sorry, not pausing, but just testing yourself in real time. In these live sessions, it's real time, so you got to come up with your answers immediately. I mean, I, I give you some time to get it, but that's good. That's uh that's awesome, Eric. That's awesome. So skido Skidomo comes in saying there will be no coconut oil for me in quite some time, uh, with a laugh face. It's very sad, uh, Ludi, and I don't understand why. I don't understand why. Um, there's no shortage of coconut oil in Melbourne. I'm sure you could order some online if. If your local IGA was uh, out of stock, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure why you're saying that. You got to. <laughs> I just don't know why you're saying that. Okay, so let's move on. Well, well, that's it. That's the end. That's the end of this of the directed part of the podcast. Now we've got open Q and A. So there were a couple of questions, uh, and I said to Jay if he had a specific question because he was the only super chat that didn't have a question. Uh, but basically, now is the time for anything now unrelated to this topic on social dynamics in the world of human interaction, you've got a question, you can drop it in there. Um, I'll say we'll give this 15, 20 minutes maximum and then we'll peace out uh, depending on the caliber of the questions and how many questions there are. Uh, there were some questions earlier in the chat. So if you were here earlier in the chat and you offered a question that was not relevant to the topic point, you can now repost it for me. Just read just copy and paste it, reiterate it, and I'll answer it now. So let's go. And by the way, Jay, if I if you're typing out your question because I'm gonna keep the podcast rolling and you have a question, I will come back to it in the very next one. So because I gotta keep this rolling there. I already remember, I already remember the first question right off the bat, which was from a girl uh, right at the beginning of the chat. What was her name? Her name was Yizzle or Izel or something like that. And she had asked, what happens if a, what to do if a guy is ghosting you? And I said to her that you need to give me way more context than that. You need to give me how long you guys have been seeing each other, uh, at what point did he start ghosting you, et cetera, et cetera, to get any real specifics. But but let's say this as a generality. A guy ghosts you for the same reason that a girl ghosts a guy. They didn't operate in a way that you thought was acceptable, whether it's based on principle, macro, weren't direct, weren't congruent, weren't authentic, or on micro, they did something within the micros uh, that did something to turn you off. Right, but Whenever ghosting comes on, there's always a reason for it. You you had to have done something, whether in your mentality, you showed him a lot of neediness, you didn't like him hanging out with other girls, even though you're not in a monogamous relationship, you go super needy about it. Or that's one common example. Another common example is that uh, for example, in the casual open and free, you backflip. One of the most unattractive things a woman can do for a guy is to backflip, to backflip on her word. And it's very unattractive to human beings in general, but it's something that turns me off. Another thing that you could have done as a woman to make a guy ghost you is to block your flow of sexual connection. We talked about this earlier. We talked about how when a woman puts framework in front of connection, framework should never come ahead of connection. I don't care what your hurt locker is; it's never going to help you to create and foster the environment for an organic sexual connection if you're trying to protect against your past pain, in lieu and in in preference of having something new built. So, women—that's the reason why I bring that one up the most—is because that's probably the number one thing that a woman does that makes me want to—they turns me off is that she blocks her flow of sexual connection and is not able to be present with me in the moment. She's painting me with all of her past experiences. And it just doesn't let go of herself. It's probably the number one reason why I'll choose to stop seeing a girl. Uh, Okay, so anyways, that was a little wrap up for her in case she's not here but comes back later. Okay, so it looks like... Jesus Christ. Okay, so Jay has come in following on from his super chat saying, Question, so one of my mates is the literal king, the Osama, of waiting and hoping when he falls in love, and he's crashed and burned at least twice now, the most recent being especially brutal. He waited to reunite with a girl he briefly dated, only to have her come out as a lesbian upon her return. Now he's with a girl who is not only long distance, but has a comprehensive hurt locker, I like that description. She has a comprehensive world like it. <laughs> That's awesome. I know this is... I just like the description. Uh, I know this is his lesson to learn, but since I care, how can I help him paradigm shift? You can only help him the way you can help him, Jay. There's only one way to help a guy that is lost on himself, blinded, deluded, can't see the path, and that is to lead him towards a light. But make no mistake, Joe, Jay, Make no mistake, Jay, you can never give him the light. Any light you attempt to give him will always be your light given to him. It'll never be a light that he generated for himself. What does this mean? This means that if you try and sit him down and say, listen, Jeffrey, you're making the same mistakes. This is not healthy. You need to start focusing on yourself, developing your own excellence, and in time, learn about yourself in relation to others, and at which point you'll be able to discern Is this really the type of relationship I need? Is this serving for either me or her? These questions can be answered. But first, but the reason why they can't be answered, Jeffrey, is because your stockade of excellence is so low. You have no experience. You have no lessons built. The bricks aren't there. You can't just say that to him, Jay. If you try and say that to him, as accurate as it may be, self interpret that. He'll self interpret, and he'll either go positive or negative. He'll self interpret that as positive and going, oh, well, I'm so helpless, I'll never win. I'm so helpless, I'll never win. And Jay, Jay's fucking right, and I'm just a piece of shit, so I'll self-interpret that as I'll never win. And that's the positive way, by the way. The negative way is that he fights you. He fights you on it, doesn't accept it. Now, still self-interpreting, but now wants to direct that energy outwards and goes, well, fuck, that does mean that. He'll see that his inadequacies, he'll see his flaws, but then he'll go, but Jay was the one to point it out, so fuck Jay, so fuck that guy. I'm not gonna be friends with you. How could you say that to me? How could you be so un- unempathetic? You know, that's how a negative outburst will come out. Either way, it's not it's not helpful. Either way, you directly trying to give him light never works. Either way, you trying to force water down his throat, he'll never drink. He needs to learn to drink for himself. So, and actually Jay Jay's just given us a little more context. Jay then went on to say, I sat down with him, but it feels like everything I tell him goes out the window. <laughs> I wonder why, uh, when he keeps going back to this girl, I literally see her being on top of his hierarchy when she demands his attention. Yeah, Jay. Now that the, even that just confirms to me even more that you're trying to force water down his throat, you're trying to force the light into his eyes. It's never gonna work. So there's only one thing you can do: is ask the questions that brings him to see, ask the questions that helps him to drink, which requires detachment and an egoic detachment from you because you can't take credit. It sounds like you're trying to take credit uh, for his realization, whether you're uh, conscious of it or not, but it's come out subconsciously in what you're saying here. You want a little credit for for helping him, which is why that you're trying to force the light and uh, the water into him. So first off, for you to help you, you need to relinquish forms of control, forms of attachment to having helped your friend. Even though it seems like a, a good thing, I want to help my friend. It's not helpful. Because you won't help him. You're trying to help yourself. So stop that. Cut yourself off. Leave yourself back at the door. Okay, let me ask the question. How can I ask a question that will help my friend Jeffrey to see the pain, to see the darkness, and to find his own light? For the guy, for the description that you've described of this guy, let me let me imagine he's one of my clients here. remember Jay dropped a super chat, so I'm diving a little deeper than I usually would. Jay's friend is the king of waiting and hoping when he falls in love. Crashed and burned a couple of times now. He's currently with a girl. Yeah, he's waiting on some other girl. She only turned out to be a lesbian. He's with a girl right now in a long distance relationship. And she has a comprehensive hurt locker. Significant, super effective hurt locker. And then Jay went on to say, I know his less it's his lesson to learn, but since I care, how can I help him help his paradigm shift? So we've already discussed uh Jay getting out of the way of himself. So if we look at this guy himself though, now removing Jay, the first question I would ask him point blank is that I'd sit down and I'd say, Listen, Jeffrey, are you happy? I go, What do you mean am I happy? About your relationship with Stacy. Are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm pretty good. What are you happy about? Uh well, you know, it's good to have someone. It's good to good to have someone who kind of cares about me. Why do you need her to care about you? Oh, you know, it's you know, it's just kind of kind of nice. Kinda, of, you know. Haven't really had hadn't had haven't had that long. You know how the things went with the, the lesbian last time. Okay. Yeah, did you did you fully repair? Did you fully rebuild after that last experience? Uh Nah, well, you know, this girl kind of just kind of came by and, you know, it just seemed right. Just seemed right. Just seemed right. What well, seemed right? Well, the fact that she wanted, that she was willing to be with me. Hang on, pause. Does that sound like a really strong mentality? That you're just happy to be with someone who's happy to be with you? Is that really what you want? Uh, wouldn't, what do you mean? Well, wouldn't you rather be in a position of having chosen a partner that you find is of, absolute excellence, attraction that provides you and fills you with everything that you desire? Wouldn't you rather be in that position rather than the current position of you're just picking up scraps or just this lone dog on the street that is just happy to go into any person's home that takes it off the street? Hmm. So what are you saying? So what I'm saying is, are you happy? I guess, I'm not, I guess I'm not that happy. I guess I'm not that. I guess... I guess I was really kind of just doing it out of a little bit of scarcity, a little bit of darkness. Ah. There's a little bit of light. That's his first hit of light. That's his first drink. But you, at no stage, did I just have to tell him, you are in scarcity. Not once did I say to him, you're in scarcity. Not once did I say to him, you're weak, that what you're doing is wrong. Not once did I ever state to him, my personal beliefs or my personal views now I'm doing it from a coaching perspective which makes it even more difficult because from a coaching perspective I've got so much reference of other people you're just his friend Jay but if you're his friend so it's actually even easier as a friend to do this but if you can bring him to one moment of him realizing for himself I am acting out of scarcity I am acting out of a pretty dark place this isn't actually what I want and actually I'm not happy and not once did you have to tell him so which means what? which protects what? No self-interpretation, even in a positive or negative way. No, at no point will he say, oh, Jay told me that I'm in scarcity and that I'm weak, and fuck it, that means I'm a piece of shit. And that, that means I'm, you know, I'm just weak and you know I'll never get better, I'll never grow. So he's not going to interpret, he can't, can't interpret that way, because you didn't do that, you didn't tell him that. And also he can't do it negatively. He can't say, oh, yeah, I am weak and I am a piece of shit, but Jay told me, so fuck Jay. So he can't do that either. Why? Because Jay is not a part of this. He found the answer for himself as far as he's concerned. As far as he's concerned, he's found the answer for himself. So what I walked you guys through there was a very typical line of questioning that I do with my clients to help people realize for themselves what pain, uh, what inadequacies, what flaws, what mistakes they're making. But none of my coaching is me telling them what mistakes they're making. You know, when we summarize we'll get a little more fine point, we'll get a little more statements, but never first. Never first. A lesson will never stick if it is not originated from within yourself. And that's a macro principle that applies to life. You can read every book in the world, but until you actually go out and apply and get experience and find the lesson for yourself, will it ever have any point of reference within you? You may, you may hear the words, do it and you'll understand never do it and you'll never understand and go yeah right? but until you actually go out and have some experience that puts that in within you it's not going to mean anything, you have to do, so Jay, hopefully that lines it up for you, I don't think I need to go more into that but basically the summary, how you help him is by leaving yourself out of the equation, forget about Jay, just ask him the questions that will help him to find himself Uh, If there are no other questions, we're going to wrap the session up here. I think Skate had... I think there was some Ludicolo question in here. Uh, I I technically answered his... uh, Yeah, I answered his coconut oil question before. But when he asked... When he said to me that there would be no coconut oil for me in quite some time, which doesn't make sense to me because I don't believe Melbourne has a shortage of coconut oil. Not that I know of. I mean, I could be wrong, but... He then goes on to say, I mean the whole getting into a sexual space again (laughs) with lockdown and pretty much starting from scratch, going out again, dealing with the current social laws. Uh, To be honest, I just don't feel like the same person that I was at the start of the year regressed so much. So Ski, what type of mentality is that? Is that Is that a mentality of attempting to find ways to get it done Or is that a mentality of ways in which you can't get it done? Let me replay it to you. He feels that he won't be able to get into a sexual space again for a long time, okay? No coconut oil space for a long time because of lockdown and pretty much starting from scratch, from going out again, you know, dealing with the current social laws. You know, I just don't feel like the same person since the start of the year because I've regressed so much. To those of you listening in the chat, is that a mentality from someone who's finding ways to get it done? Or a mentality from someone who's finding ways for why he can't get it done. So Jay, the exact same way that this builds on. The way that I'm asking for Ski. So I could say to Ski, straight up. Like imagine Ski was in the room with me right here and I was one of his mates. Imagine he's one of your friends. And he said that to you and you say to him, listen man, listen man, that that's a that's a deficiency mindset. That's a halted mindset. That's a stunted mindset. That's you finding reasons for why you can't get it done. You can't think like that. Then Ski will either self-interpre- self-interpret that going, fuck, yeah, I fucked up. I'm a piece of shit. Fuck, that makes me feel even worse. I'm not even going to attempt to try. Self-interpret. Or negative self-interpret. Hey, yeah, I am a piece of shit. And I was thinking real bad. And that's not who I want to be. But you're the guy that pointed out. So fuck you. because so I'm not even going to accept that. But fuck you. So it's the same thing. So what did I do with Ski, Jay? I asked him simply, what kind of mindset is he using right there? Which gives him a chance to illuminate his own flaws and inadequacies in which that no self-interpretation can happen. In which that he just has to accept. He has to accept there's no, it's a a fundamentally a wall to the back in which that if, if he actually listened to what I said, he can't run. He can't turn left or right. I asked him a question. Does the mentality of I'm not going to be able to get into a sexual space again for a long time because because of lockdown, because of starting from scratch again, and because of the current social laws. And I just don't feel like the same person at the start of the year, and I've regressed so much. It's like, these are all valid points in terms of their objectivity. They're all real. They're all real, but they all mean nothing either. They all mean absolutely nothing until Ski infuses them with a certain perspective and intent. Let me give you an example. I could take the exact same words that skiers used, but flip the mentality and get a completely different outcome. Say that I said, just take another guy, take another, just say Adam said, hey, listen, there's probably not going to be a lot of coconut oil time for me in the near future. Why? Because, you know, I, when I say get into a sexual space again, probably not for a while. Why? Because just with the whole lockdown thing, I'm probably going to have to start from scratch again. Ah, uh, you know, there's some pretty crazy social laws going about. Actually I I don't even really feel like the same person at the starting of the year. You know, I really just I feel like I have regressed so much. So I'm starting pretty low. But I'll get it done. I'll find a way. I'll find a way. It's gonna be really tough. But I'll find a way. Completely different outcome completely different outcome versus using in the different, because what is that mentality? That mentality is someone who's finding a way to get it done. It's like whatever, whatever adversities you believe that you have in your life as objective or unobjective as they are. And in ski situation, they're very objective. However, if I was in ski situation, I wouldn't, it's like, uh, I would actually remove the first part of that sentence, I completely flip it. What I would, if it was, if I was in that situation, and I was subject to the experiences that's been going down in Melbourne, what I would say is that, actually, there will be some coconut oil in the near future, because of lockdown, because I have to start again from scratch, because of the current social laws, and because I'm having to, because I feel like I regressed so much, the reason, but... Actually, that means there's going to be more coconut oil time sooner because I'm going to go harder because I'm going to find more ways to succeed because I'm not going to give it because I'm going to do the very best that I can because there's no other option for me because I'll either succeed or I'll die trying. It's, it's like what mindset are you going to choose to get? I'm not going to... I've given you my mindset, but again, I'm not telling you to take that mindset. Just know that each mindset will produce a very different outcome. Your current mindset produces the outcome of exactly as you've stated—that there will be no sexually intimate experiences, coconut oil, for a very long time, with that mindset. Because, but just don't get confused on the objectivity. While your objective circumstances are true and are correct, they don't really mean shit. They don't really mean shit. I've got clients that have been in uh, very similar lockdown experiences that have taken a completely opposite mindset. Same very similar though actually, just looking at your uh, looking at what you're dealing with there, yet are pushing forward and are getting into a lot of coconut oil experiences actually. but they're not gods. they're not they're not uh, so different to you. they're flesh and blood just like you. Just the mindset, just a sh- shifted mindset. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy and not once did I ever say that. it won't be easy. but what choice do you have? What choice do you have? Uh, okay, let's keep moving on. Oh, hang on a second. We got Mr. T. We've got the initial T, IT. Actually, I'm not even sure if it is initial T. He always changes his username. But he drops a $1.49 Australian with the old diamond. dollar <laughs> $1.49 with the old diamond. That's awesome. Say uh, cheers for the sash, Realize I still have much to learn in casual open dating style before attempting close and locked. Ah, uh, okay, Mr. Mister Initial T in that 86 in the Hachijirakuban. Uh, says also, oh, Adam, I have a small question for you if you have time for a super chat. We sure do. So we'll make this the last question then. Uh, T. And then, uh, scared then go on to say in reference to what I just said, yeah, just can't comprehend how guys are getting it done this year. And uh, Ski, I'll ask you this question. Does it matter? Does it matter what other guys are doing? I'll say this you When I did my first 30-day challenge, it was incomprehensible how I did my first 30-day challenge. Most people can't comprehend it. Not the same situation as yours, but still incomprehensible to most people, which is that I was working uh, 12 hours in the same building, my first personal training business outside of high school, and I still managed to do a 30-day challenge and complete the criteria. I know it's not the same situation as yours, but it's the same mindset reference of which that, most people can't comprehend that, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whether you can, like when you say, yeah, just can't comprehend how guys are getting dumb this year. What do other guys' journeys mean in reference to yours? Another question for you to answer that will hopefully bring you to some light. I have an entire video called The Journey Will Always Be Your Journey. You might want to look that up. It's a non-point. And also that mindset, again, Ski, is a deferral from taking responsibility. You're deferring your mental responsibility. You've got a lot of mindset issues here. So anyways, I'll leave that there. You've got you to do some meditation on that. So let me just say this right now, though, that if Adelaide experienced the exact same situation as Melbourne or if I was in Melbourne situation, which I currently have other clients who are, who are actually, who are, who are actually who are in coconut oil space right now, our mindset is flipped to how can we win, how can we succeed, how will we get it done, not how we can't, which is the crux of your mindset, which means you only achieve that that outcome. T, T comes in with a forty nine super chat question saying, it freaks me out a bit. Have you ever experienced this kind of thing? What? Ski, uh, T, there's no question. What are you talking about? You have to have half the... What freaks you out a bit? <laughs> what a kind of thing have I've experienced. What are you what are you talking about, T? You've left out half the uh, you've left out half your question. Half your question is missing. So just go again. It's what it's not showing up in my chat. All it's all I can see is that T, all you've written is all you've said is that I realized I still have much to learn in casual open dating style before attempting closed and locked. I have a small question if you have time. It freaks me out a bit. Have you ever experienced this kind of thing given that you don't use anything either? You Use what? Use anything what? What are you talking about? <sighs> May have some technical difficulties here because T is normally pretty switched on. Oh, He then goes on to say, Last weekend I had an intimate night with a girl Whilst I was sober, she got pretty blasted on the old Alco. Sleeping pills and ketamine. Okay, that bit wasn't that bit definitely wasn't there, T. That was only just showing up in my chat. That definitely wasn't there. Okay, so T's actual question was that last weekend he had an intimate night with a girl whilst he was so, he was sober, she got pretty blasted on uh, the old Frosties then also got on the old Sleepos and had a little Keto. I don't actually know what Ketamine is but I know what sleeping pills and alcohol is. Um, and T is saying that it freaked him out a bit. Have I ever experienced this kind of thing given that you don't, given that I don't use anything either? Have I ever experienced a girl getting off her tits high while I've been sober? No. No, I haven't. No, I certainly haven't. Not to the degree that you've described. I've got I've 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 obviously been with girls that have been drunk, but the combination of alcohol, sleeping pills, and ketamine, nah, not that combination. That's a wild combination. And I really just don't I'm just really not with I'm not even with uh I guess the reason why I can't relate to you is, on T is that she's probably just not the type of girl that I get involved in. That's probably why I haven't experienced that. I probably I pre-screened that well before. Uh, the, the what's let me try and find a relation point though. What's the craziest girl, man? Yeah, it's like it's it's hard for me to find something even close to that. So on a personal point, T, I can't relate to that. I'm not even going to attempt to. That would just be inauthentic. I'm not I wouldn't make up a story but I'm not even going to attempt to find a loose connection because if it's not there then the general answer is that no. So so but to provide you some value cuz I can only be real is to your freaking out of it. My question that I'd throw back at you is that when you say you freaked out a bit, what do you mean by that? Did you address it in the moment with her or no? At least not in the moment because she would have been extremely, if you said she got blasted, she probably wouldn't comprehend anything. But, but the next morning, did you hit her up the next morning discussing this freaking out and describe to her what you were feeling with her? Was that there or was it not there? That's the question I would ask you. And if you can hit me up in the chat soon enough, we can play it one more step. If not, we'll wrap it up here. Because that's the, that's the tactical point for T here is whether he addressed it with her or not. That's where the first red flag would appear. Because it's okay to get freaked out by a girl doing some freaky shit. Um, that's okay you know that's okay uh, I can you know the oh he did come in saying yes I did address it the next day sending her a voice message about it Uh okay so that's a big red flag for me right there which is that T if it freaks you out to the point where it was actually a freak out moment it actually concerns you to send a voice message about that it drains the pain and drains the power out of it which means that it makes it hard for her to take it serious. Even if she can hear your voice, it's not the same as seeing it in your eyes. So here's a little red flag for you. If you ever have a concern uh, with a woman's behavior or partner's behavior, uh, do not do not run away. Always address it directly as possible. right? Even if it means it be, like you're saying, well, what if I could have voice messaged her immediately and I would have had to wait a day to see her? Wait a day to see her. If it's that important, have the conversation with her eye to eye because you need to convey to her Uh, how serious it is if she really means that much to you. A voice message conveys that it's not that serious. But if it is as serious as you are describing, hmm. okay, so first off, that's the first thing I'll correct in your behavior is uh, address it eye to eye. Make sure she can feel the energy. She can sit into it. She can feel your pauses, feel how much energy is in behind it and emotion that arose within you. Okay, And and then from there, you continue out the conversation and you... Of course, the same principles. Heard fully first, then allow her to be heard fully as well. And then you can guys can come to a point of resolution in which that either we're right for each other or we're not right for each other. Because the point may be, some of you may be thinking, but how does he get her to stop doing that? Oh, stop right there. Stop right there. You should never attempt to change her. It's just, it's a false point. It's 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 going to, it's counterpoint counterintuitive, uh, not counterintuitive, counterproductive. You'll be doing what jay was going to be doing with his friend if you try to get her to stop her ketamine alcohol sleeping pill wielding nature she's only going to self-interpret that and either feel really bad about herself or feel really bad about you but if you can find a way in which that she can ask some questions about herself and about herself and see is this really what i want to be doing in my life and is this going to allow us to form a connection together because t's certainly needs to lay the t's and c's t's needs to lay down hey listen I didn't know about this uh, drug high that you like to get on and actually it doesn't sit very well with me. Now, I don't want you to stop doing it because it's you, but I need you to know how I feel and how I feel is this. And so if, if you feel like that this is something that you're not willing to give up or not willing to change, which is perfectly fine, then we should probably just separate now. We should probably just walk different journeys now because uh, I'm, not, I'm not here to change you. I'm not here to tell you how to run your life but just know that it's incongruent with my life and the way that I like to be, which is perfectly fine. Everyone's got their own journeys, yeah? So, but make sure that that conversation needs to happen eye to eye, not through voice, not through text. Honor the conversation and respect it by setting up the correct space for it. Okay? then comes in saying, "Uh, she just apologized and said not to worry. She was okay and it wasn't because of me. She was using. Hmm. Hmm. There's obviously a lot of context I'm missing here. Why she would have to apologize begets a lot of questions. Uh, But that's for another conversation. There's obviously a lot of stuff that I don't know here. So I'm not going to try and jump too many steps. And then T comes and saying, hmm, okay, I understand. Okay, so that wraps it up. Thank you very much T for that super chat. And my friends, that wraps up this social Q&A. Let's summarize. Let's summarize. We've talked about how to open... Open up how to set up these open casual relationships, how to bring this up, how to bring this up. And in two different scenarios in which that one client who's currently fucking it up, one client who has a chance to now nail it. And hopefully that client can now see why he's fucking it up for sure. And then also my other client who's new to it all can now see how it should be done. And it's so good for him because he's learning from people who have made mistakes before him. oh and also let me just say directly to him just to finish it up there which is that just so in case you were a little bit lost just was linger effect there or no if linger effect was there talk needs to happen immediately if linger effect wasn't there you need to look at why it wasn't there and then set up for another date but backtrack don't go into an immediate next sexual experience if like linger effect wasn't there just set up for something real casual cheeky tea cheeky coffee down at the park down in your uh down at the old uh, bake house or whatever you wherever you, whatever you guys do in Germany, right? What do you guys do over there? You go sit down with the ducks at the pod, right? But just backtrack a step. Don't invite us straight over to your place if Linger Effect wasn't there, because obviously there's a bit of a something was off if Linger Effect wasn't there. So, but I'll talk to you later on, of course. So, my friends, yeah, what a time, what an absolute time. I thank you all for your absolute presence. For those of you that did drop super chats, uh, for those of you that dropped a thumbs up on the video, if you haven't done it yet be most appreciated if you did. And just your overall engagement and support is always most appreciated. And even though today is a public holiday, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. There's no way I would, I would skip this session just because it's a public holiday. This means the world to me. So I thank you guys for being here, and I'll see you next week. And until then, you can always hit me up on Instagram, at uetang1, and uh, and bolsip weekly email newsletter at balldocher.com. Hit that up. Oh, that's right. There was also another question from a guy in South Australia who asked me about doing a 30-day challenge. Don't have time for it now, but just send me a message at boldoji.com and I can help you out. Okay. Most appreciated. And as always, my friends, here we go. Fucking line it up. Wishing you guys the absolute best in your journeys. Much peace and much joy. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting a massive... Oh, holy shit. This is incredible deja vu right now. Right now, T's last little, hmm, okay, I understand. Me scrolling to the top and seeing D unloading one super chat. And holy fuck. That was at the the, ch- the chat. Re- that is incredible deja vu. It's like this moment has happened before. I love deja vu. That's insane. Whoa. 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 That's huge. Thank you very much, my friends, for diving into this episode of Social Q&A Live. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a great time. And just before you run off, don't forget, that guided meditation, Eternal Energy, has now been released, now available at boldojo.com. Dive into who you are and evolve beyond. You can also pick up the ebook, book one on one Skype coaching, all at boldojo.com. Donate anything to you wish through the PayPal links or the Boldojo podcast now, donation link. All of that's tremendously appreciated. And i'd also love your feedback on this session whether you want to actually i'd most appreciate your feedback on the actual youtube videos itself if you go into youtube drop your comments there that's probably the best way it really just helps support the channel and i always uh, i actually source the next episodes of social q a from the previous episodes of I often just look at the comments and often find really good uh, ideas for topics there so if you got a suggestion for a future social q a that we can kick things off with just head over to the YouTube channel at The Bowl and uh, drop it down there. Get engaged, subscribe to the channel, support what's going on here, and that would be uh, tremendously appreciated. With that being said, I wish you all the absolute best in your lives. Much peace and much joy. Ciao.